Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. And that's changed since I got older. And sometimes I thank God that I haven't been married or had children yet. Like maybe that was part of the plan. Yeah. So you ready to talk about some real depressed shit? <laughs> like Ooh. on top of that. So um I Friday, I really started thinking about mortality mm. and death. And I start thinking about it because Chance's party is in March. Mm-hmm. And he would have been 30. And it's been five years. So I was just thinking about, like, what? Sometimes I'll do the little check, be like, what if something happened to me? I do that, too. I do that a lot, actually. I'm just like, I wonder how people would feel if something happened to me. Like, I know. I, I, like, Especially like with this, because I feel like more or less we have a diary of our lives at checkpoints yeah. for the last two years. But I, I've been wondering too, like, are those kind of thoughts, is that along the lines of suicide? No, I don't I don't think so. To think about your own mortality in that way? H- humanity in itself is all about dying. Yeah. I know we can't be the only ones that, that have had those yeah. thoughts either, but like when I when I had suicidal thoughts, I literally was thinking about the act. Yeah. This is like I'm thinking about just what happens like um but yeah. So I was just thinking about mortality. I was thinking about what happens and mm-hmm. what would happen with the people around me. Seeing that firsthand from a close friend I like how everybody's life changed and so i was just like i have to just start living and now and chase everything i can now and then i'm chilling in my bed on sunday afternoon and i started like once i put once we put the episodes up i start brainstorming and writing shit like multiple notes so i was on twitter looking up was it it was a it was something it was oh i was searching just randomly because i'll search random phrases (laughs) i was searching uh that whole twitter thing where women say that men have the men say they have closer relationships than women but when something happens blah 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 so i'm scrolling through just looking because somebody had retweeted that saying that, you know, some men ain't shit type shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I was searching through that. And then you ever search something and then like that, those bots are there. Like bots are, like have a random hashtag Sometimes. for whatever you're looking at. And then they'll have like completely different shit. Sometimes. Like, so this weird looking, I guess it was like. It was some. It was from some Asian country, and it said uh, the place where Kobe's helicopter crashed. And I was like, "Wait, what?" And then it was it said place where Kobe's helicopter crashed. Lakers, Kobe dead. Blah blah. And I was like, "Wait, wait, 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 what?" And so I went to I refreshed my timeline, and I was like. TMZ just said that Kobe's fucking dead. Yeah. And I was like, nah, man. Because it was like, nah, bruh. It ain't no fucking way. And then, like... Pretty sure that was everybody's reaction. Right. Because it didn't make sense. 
But then the helicopter thing, what, that's what alerted me because it said where ho- his helicopter crashed because the helicopter is like, <laughs> I'll make this. Like, the helicopter to Kobe is like his Batmobile. Known, his known transportation. Right, right. That's like the Batmobile. Is Kobe's helicopter is like legendary as like, that's just some baller shit. Like when Chance uh, was looking for a new car, he was looking at all these expensive cars like Hummers and shit, this flashy ass nigga. And then so me and Spy Guy were like, hey, bro, I think you should get a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga was looking up helicopters. Oh, my gosh. Because we were like, man, Kobe did that shit. He fly from his house and he just land. He like, man, you could fly from the house and land on the top of Empire. And then be like, oh, so Kobe shit. This nigga was like, this is a fucking good idea. And so like, that's like so the helicopter thing is always always thought that was like the most baller shit. It's like this nigga just laying in a helicopter like he he the black Bruce Wayne. And then so it was like Batman can't be dead. And then it was like And then the other part of it is I am a huge LeBron fan and mm-hmm. I have rooted against Kobe my entire life. Before I became a LeBron fan, I was a T Mac fan, so it was always Kobe's rivals. I was I liked AI. Anybody that was going against Kobe, I liked. And it took his Achilles uh, rupturing for me to realize that I should appreciate Kobe in his last year, and I don't want to see that shit. So the sixty point game came, and I. Like, since he retired, I started liking him a lot more. And he started being more open and all the stuff with his daughters and all that shit. And then... He started redeeming some of his old... Yeah. His old ways. Right. And then, like, the asshole shit became funnier. Like, being removed from the situation is like... (laughs) Like, when they retired his jersey and KCP... Uh, had that chance for a game winner, he airballed it, and Kobe grabbed his family and walked out. (laughs) (laughs) That type of shit is funny. And I never thought Kobe would die. Like, I thought that nigga would be 90-something years old on the floor of the Lakers talking shit to a 20-year-old. It's just like when we heard Prince died. It's just like... This hurt me worse. Like it, it just feels like what? Like the world stopped. Uh, Kobe's not supposed to fucking die. The closest thing was Michael Jackson dying, <clears throat> to where I was like, I don't want to leave my fucking house. And I never, I fucking cried for Kobe fucking Bryant, and I never <laughs> would have guessed that shit. Yeah, my and, homeboy had texted me, said something like, Kobe died, and you know now everybody blowing up his shoe prices. Yeah, and he had just kind of blew over it, and I know he was just like, you know, trying to get it out. But I was like, I was like, wait, what? Kobe died. Like I had to read. I was like, Kobe died, and he was like, yeah, helicopter crash. And I was like, excuse me. And then I started like looking on Twitter, and there was so many fucked up stories that was like not true. Kobe and his four daughters. Right. I was like. And it was like, the whole family died. I was like, wait, what? So then I was like, kind of relieved a little bit. Because I was like, okay, if all these stories are not true, like maybe this whole right. thing is not true. Exactly. But. I can't remember. Yahoo Sports, when they came out and official, I was like, oh, shit. And then Adrian Wojnarowski did it. I was like, all right, this really happened. Yeah. And then they came. I was like, all right. I kind of felt not relief. I was like, okay, so his kids are okay. And I was thinking of that meme where he's showing his daughter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, because that's, that's been my favorite meme lately because that shit's funny as fuck. It was funny as fuck. And then I was like, okay, so the, his mama Sita, mamba Sita is okay. <laughs> She's good. And then they came back and said she was dead. And that shit fucked me up. It was like, damn. And I was shocked. I don't have, I, I, I still don't have any words like... I I sat on my bed for like five minutes. Just anytime I've been shocked about somebody dying, I I'll just say Kobe's dead. Kobe's dead. Kobe is fucking dead. And 
first person I thought about calling was my sister. Like, our family has always bonded over basketball. Mm. That's why I love basketball. And then my sister didn't uh, pick up. So I was like, she's in church. Like, shit. But Kobe's fucking dead. And she called me back. I was like, what are you doing? Um, so I was like, Maria, what are you doing? She was like, um, I'm unpacking because she moved in her house or whatever. And I was like, are you watching the news or anything? She was like, no, why? I was like, Kobe got killed today. She was like, wait, what? I was like, Kobe Bryant is dead. And she was like, are you sure? And then like, she yelled for her husband. She was like, bae, bae, have you seen anything about Kobe dying? Because she, she turned on the TV and she they weren't, they hadn't had it yet. Mm-hmm. And then like, it was just crazy. And then I had to go to work at four and it was like two something. I was like, I do not, I don't want to leave my house because I don't want to be around anybody that doesn't understand why I am devastated. Yeah. And it, we were busy as fuck at work. And then everybody came in and was like, man, you hear about Kobe, you hear about Kobe. And then I was getting people out of jail, but man, like they had already heard and everything. And it was just like, she's crazy. It just doesn't feel real still. Like, it's just like, and then just like seeing all the highlights of like everything that he's done so far and just like how much respect people have for him and right. just like when you his got family and just like he was, he was. He was beyond a legend. Like he was Yeah. Twenty three and twenty four are iconic jersey numbers. And now twenty four it's gonna have to be retired. Like I'm I don't Yeah. I don't see how it's not going to be. And then the the thing that's crazy <clears throat> is iconic athletes don't just die like that. Yeah. Like I can't the closest thing is Roberto Clemente in like the sixties died in a plane crash when mm-hmm. he was still playing. People don't just have a Hall of Fame career and then retire a little bit and then just die. Like, especially like where you're top five in your sport. And you're still so young. Yeah. And we the reason I said this is different from Prince and like Michael Jackson. We were born into a world that they were already superstars. Mm-hmm. We were born into a world where Whitney Houston was already Whitney fucking Houston. Yeah, Jordan. We were born into a world where Jordan is was already Jordan. So we didn't see the start of his career. We saw the tail end. We saw Kobe from the beginning. He was just a teenager when we were little. Right. And we thought it was cool. It's like, man, he's only a couple years older than us. He's balling. He's about to be the next Jordan. He's in Moesha shows. He's dating Brandy. And Tyra Banks, and he's in all that, and just popping up in all kid shit. And then, like, got his po- his poster on your wall. Like, our childhood <laughs> and most of our life, he's been there. And it was always like, he's going to be there. Yeah. Like, like if anybody was going to figure out immortal- <laughs> immor- immortality, it was going to be Kobe Bryant because mm-hmm. he was anything that he ever faced. He beat. And it it's just not right. <laughs> That's just not like, and plus basketball NBA is only 70 something years old. Most of the icons are still alive. Bill Russell is still alive. Bob Cousy is still alive. Jerry West, the fucking logo, he's still alive and very active. NBA players, former NBA players are around the sport still. So you just assumed Kobe was going to be like that Bill Russell cat just chilling, showing up, handing out trophies down the line. And it was like, that's who Kobe was going to be. Supporting his basketball star daughter. Because, I mean, she was only, Gianna was going to be a beast yeah, <laughs> she was gonna go to UConn. They like yeah. that's why they honored her last night. She had already verbally committed. Yeah, <clears throat> and he had 
in doing the repair from his career, he focused so much on women's sports mm-hmm. that it was dope. Like he put he took her to WNBA games. He was like just there and he was making right like some of the things that he had done. Not 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 what we, what we all know, but like he made the effort to change how he looked at women. Mm-hmm. When he got in trouble for saying the F word to that ref and he got fined, he made the effort to learn about the LGBTQ community and embrace it. When he misspoke against the uh, Trayvon Martin stuff, he educated himself and then he got to know their parents got to know his parents right and that's honestly that's the reform that we all beg to see in people right is is when when they fuck up like hey i'm fucking up because i'm not educated well now i'm educated and this is what i'm doing like that's what we ask is for people to just educate themselves so that they don't have to be ignorant and he was literally doing that every chance he got yeah and he was going to keep doing that and I was so excited to like this nigga won an Oscar yeah. after he retired from basketball. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Like he was, he was gonna be a, a like for so long he tried to be like the Michael Jordan figure, and then he got to the end and he realized he Michael Jordan just be chilling. Michael Jordan don't be really doing nothing, and Kobe was like, "I am not gonna do that." And he was, it, it was so much to come. He was young. That it's just, I I don't know. I, it just doesn't feel right. But, yeah. And, I don't know. It's just, it's different. It's, it's us. Yeah, it just, and I just really hope that, like, his wife and his other children can find a way to just keep fighting to stay alive because I know after losing your parent and a sibling at the same time right like you can't there's no there's no way that you feel like you can go on and you can't detach yourself because your father was one of the most famous people to ever live. Yeah. Like in Asia, they're mourning him in Africa. They're mourning him. And you can't go anywhere on earth to escape that. That's gotta be the worst feeling in the world. And you're in his city. Mm. You're in Gotham city and Batman just died. And then, also in that same city you lost Nipsey so you lost Batman and Superman within a year that that's fucking crazy and I don't know I don't either I don't I don't know there was a lot of people that were upset that the NBA still had a basketball game that night which I feel like they definitely could have held off on that that I'm I'm kind of in the – some of the games were about to tip off when it happened. So you couldn't – you couldn't – you kind of had to. Yeah. Mm. But it it sucks seeing somebody at work crying on TV. Announcers and reporters, everybody is fucking crying. And, like, they said it was just a chill in L.A. And it was Grammy night. Yeah. It was like that's the thing. It's it's Super Bowl week right now. It is. It's another weird. It's just uh, you don't feel good being happy. Black History Month. Like now he's got to go down in Black History books now. All Star Game is in a couple weeks. Yeah, and Do one of not- my <laughs> one of the guys from work is going, and he's a huge Lakers fan, huge Kobe fan. He's going. That's. That shit's going to be like the Lakers and the Clippers were supposed to play tonight and they canceled the game. Yeah. And then I I don't know how you feel. Like, how do you feel if you're LeBron 
you're playing for his team. You're playing for his team. And now people are like, uh, he's they got to win a championship. Weird ass conspiracy theories Bro. too are so fucking stupid. I'm just like, are y'all are y'all serious? Are you serious? Right. And it's like I understand that we wrap our we can't wrap our head around tragedies, but man, leave let that man rest in peace. Don't we come and like? And what's the end goal of the Illuminati taking two fucking children? Along with that. And also the people that try to bring up the rape stuff. Which I ain't going to talk about. Because. I mean several reasons I ain't going to talk about it. But. Like the people are like. Aha. A rapist died. you like. You piece of fucking shit. Yeah. Families also died. And then also. It's been people on my Facebook. That have posted. About. Uh, if. Uh, I'm sorry that uh, that Kobe died, but if y'all showed the same respect for people that fight for your freedom, oh yeah, I saw I reposted that shit on Twitter. Like that one guy posting in his uh, military uniform. Oh, it was, it's been several people doing stuff like that, and I'm like, uh, one dude we went to school with did it, and I was like, nah, this ain't it, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and I thought about, it, I was like, is this gonna look? No, like, no. Nah. Because I saw people in the military fucking going in on them. It's like, nah, bro, this ain't it. Like, we we respect our troops and we mourn their deaths also. Like, let's not act like like we just shit on fucking troops. Ballerific uh, level. He was just taking his kid to practice. Right. Was it in a helicopter? Yeah, that's some baller shit. But at the end of the day, it was just a normal routine thing. He was supposed to go. Yeah, it wasn't anything out of the norm. Right. Did they even say, like, what had happened and why it crashed? I think it was, they had to get cleared to fly it because it was the fog level. And I think the pilot oh, yeah, tr- right, had to go above it. Umar's ass has some shit to say about the fog. Man. Bro, I'm so tired of his, I'm so tired of his yelling, preaching ass. Why God? <laughs> Take Kobe and leave Umar Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Please, can we get another try? Right, <laughs> like no, nah, I ain't gonna say. I was gonna say something fucked up. Umar gets on my fucking nerves. I'm gonna edit it out anyway. It's like, why can't he go learn how to fly <laughs> in the fall? <laughs> right, shit. I am not leaving that in because, bruh. He had the nerve to say it wasn't the fog. Plane helicopters are capable, or radars are capable of of seeing through fog or navigating through fog and yada 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 and i'm just like i I hate you niggas like (laughs) why why it's so oh the other thing that sucks is i was thinking about this i was literally thinking about this right before the kobe shit because um lauren london had uh posted pictures or whatever the other day Mm mm-hmm and with like YG and everybody in the Puma stuff. And then uh, this girl had reposted. She was like, eventually she's going to fall in love with somebody else. And I hope you niggers <laughs> don't fucking try to ruin that. Right. And she will be with, well within her rights as a woman. Who has chosen to stay alive. Right. And to continue to live her life. Mm-hmm. And people start getting upset about that shit. But, and I hope the same thing happens with Kobe. I wonder why, like, younger women are not afforded that same kind of uh, freedom the way, like, older widows are if older widows get remarried. Like, you don't really hear too many people being upset that, like, a 67 year old woman got remarried after, you know, being single and widowed for. 20 plus or whatever years but when you hear that a young 30 something year old has found love again it's all you know i think it's because we as we as a society accept the idea of somebody being older dying so it's understood that eventually yeah and also you know people hate women oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. Right. Like, that's really it. 
Um, another thing I want to say that had to do with this whole Kobe thing, though, it's like it's been a lot of these like forgiving posts, like life is short. We have to blah, blah, blah. Forgive these people. Forget these situations, whatever petty thing is going on. Let it go. Move on. Love people. Blah, blah. Mm -hmm. People that hurt you. Don't worry about blah. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Not everybody. We can't have the life is short mantra for every single person that is toxic in our lives and is that that's causing uh us pain and distress. Yeah. If it's some petty bullshit that you've been arguing with your friend about, that's yeah, different, right? You we can come together. But if I cut you out of my fucking life because you ruined it, we done. That's it. Ain't gonna be no. Well, Kobe died, so let me. Let's just let's try. Right. I'm gonna let you come back into my life and continue to ruin it. I no. <laughs> no, you can forgive people and hey. still not fuck with them. You can forgive people at a distance. I told that to my mama the other day when she wanted me to go back to the lawyer. I'm like, listen. She's like, you gotta forgive, and I'm like, no, I forgive. I forgave her. You know what right. I'm saying? I forgave her, but I'm not fucking with her. Like I'm right. not. <laughs> Not here to help her out. I'm not here to ask her for any help. Like, we are just going our separate ways. And That's, that is that. It. it ain't no love lost. It ain't no hate over here. I just can't. I'm not associating myself with you anymore. I don't fuck with you. Literally. <laughs> Literally. But, yeah. I, it. Yeah. You can't. We. We. We all deal with emotions so different, like, especially death, because I do not deal well with death at all. And so it has a second guessing things mm -hmm. all the time. And I think it it is good to acknowledge that life is short and some things should be forgiven, but also some things can't be forgiven or they can be forgiven at a distance. But, uh, yeah, man, like. This shit is crazy. And it's not... The fact that he died in the middle of the season also... It's about to be a long year. 2020 sucks, bro. Like, we didn't... It's a... Uh, what's the name of that uh, virus that's going around? Coronavirus. Yeah. I mean, we got it. When I first saw it, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like a play on... On uh, like a hangover. Like somebody just had too many Coronas. <laughs> right. <laughs> the night before... <laughs> I was like, coronavirus? What is that? That shit sound new. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait a minute. I had a corona. Do I have that? <laughs> Bruh. Uh, so we got a, a likely pandemic going on. World War II <laughs> was trending on the second day of the year. And Kobe Bryant died. Like, what the fuck? We ain't even made it out the first month. And plus, the president's getting impeached, and he's acting like he ain't getting impeached. I mean, I don't want to talk about that shit. Like, that shit's just fucking crazy, man. And if you riding with Trump still, you fucking dumbass. I don't forgot who that nigga was at this point. Who was that? <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? But that also shows how big of a deal Kobe was, because Kobe was talking that cash shit about Trump, and yeah, Trump was. still was... Uh, it was an honor to have Kobe Bryant. Still trying to kiss ass. Right. Like, that shit is, this shit is wild, man. Every, anytime I see the, uh, the 1978 to 2020, I'm like, yo, man, Kobe really died. 78. His baby was 13. That shit ain't right. They posted that, that video of her shooting hoops in her, uh, homecoming dress. And I started crying like a little bitch. Oh, it was like, she's a baby. Yeah, the way he talked about her, too. Right. And then that was the other thing that I started <clears> thinking <throat> about. Um, when he said the thing about people always tell him, when you're going to get a boy, when you're going to get a boy, which was a, a going thing. Like, when the, his fourth daughter was born, niggas were like, Kobe ain't never going to get a fucking boy. Why do people always want uh, athletes to have boys? Like, their daughters can't also be athletes. Because they don't like women. <laughs> Oh, I forgot once again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then, so he was like, no. Nah. She was like, I got it. 
Yeah. And I was like, man, that shit. Like, that was his mini me. Right. And it was his homie. It, it's sad. And then that's why when, uh, what's her name? I can't remember her name, but she, she did a, a tribute to Kobe and she talked about how excited he was when she was having a girl. And he was like, I love, uh, I love girls. I love, oh, having, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, a girl that. that and it's like, yeah, she got t- choked up in the end. Right. And I was like, I'm logging off this shit. I'm getting off. Yeah. Y'all niggas tripping. <laughs> and then, like, I had thought about that before, too. Like, when I was younger, I'd be like, man, I just want, I hope I never have a girl. I hope I never have a girl. And then, as I've gotten older, like, I don't want a fucking boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, nah, I don't want a psychopath with me. <laughs> These niggas, little boys are fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they do wild ass fucking shit. They are wild. Like, I don't know. If I'm lucky to have kids, I'm definitely not gonna be bummed when uh, if I have a girl. Like, I know people be doing that shit to where it reveals when there's a girl. Like, oh fuck. Yeah. Like, that shit ain't cute to me. I just have never like have some tact. Like, what the fuck? How are you going to to show your disappointment? at a gender reveal like right. do that shit in private we shouldn't be able to see that you're disappointed and that's just not funny but people be getting like super emotionally upset and like, i'm just like bruh did you see that like it was a couple of months ago when that woman got mad they pranked her and said that she was having a little girl she's like, oh yeah girl. yeah and it was like what three other like of her family members around her mm-hmm. that it looked like some hood shit for one i know and it's like how are you a woman that hates women <laughs> She is so fucking upset. What kind of self-hate bullshit is that? Yeah. The world hates women. That's that's the truth. And did you see uh, some nigga had retweeted a photo of um, Lala? I responded to that shit. Yeah. And uh, a woman had posted and she was just like, how could Carmelo, you know, cheat on this and blah, blah, blah. And he had responded like, because y'all stay thinking that looks is all that's going to keep a man and it's not. And I'm just like, first of all, y'all are always talking about how you want your women to look. So if anybody, if it's anybody's fault that we think that looks are what's going to keep a man, it's your own. Our own marketing plan is kind of <laughs> showing that, <laughs> yeah, we, we men volunteer to give advice about how a woman should look that they're not fucking or dating. Who like I know somebody, they got their hair colored and then they were talking about they wanted to get it cut shorter, and this person just started talking about how they like to have women with long hair and all this shit. I think it's sexy, like like. Hold up, my guy. Nobody fucking asked you what the fuck you think is sexy. Especially in this environment. But I digress. Uh, niggas, uh, uh, who gives a fuck? Niggas are gaslighting as fuck. That's what it is. It's like, no, this is not why he cheated. He cheated because y'all keep making these whack-ass excuses <laughs> for cheating-ass men. Right. Like, it, why is everything our fault? It's not our fault that you cheat. Evil women, <laughs> like y'all, just make us cheat. And uh, oh, I'm sorry that I look good, and you have to go cheat on me. Right. What? How does that even make what sense? What are you talking about? Now it's oh well, you look too good, or you think that looks are all that matters. And it's like, first of all, Lala is more than just a pretty face. Lala right. has had a successful career. She's a mom. She was successful before Mello. <laughs> she was holding that nigga down. Right. Like, shut the fuck up. Man. So then I spotted, I was like, so then what exactly was the reason for Jay Z cheating on Beyonce then? Because Beyonce has proven for decades that she is way more than than what she looks like on the outside. Like y'all niggas just can never stand up and admit when you're wrong. Just be like, I ain't shit. That that's when I feel like I, I start opening my eyes to the world when I realize I'm an ain't shit nigga too. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, no, nah, I'm not any different from these guys. I just don't vocalize this shit as much. 
but I ain't shit either. I'm trying to get better, but yeah. Like, like I joked about the marketing strategy of uh, men, but that man, it takes a lot to unlearn this shit, and it's still layers. I got a long way to fucking go before I am where I need to be. Mm -hmm. That shit, it takes a lot to unlearn the bullshit you've been force fed, and you just believe that that's how it's always been, so that's how it should be. Like, nah. It's not my guy. But I would like also to say that fuck women do exist too. And Lena Waithe is a fuck woman. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo. Um, so Lena Waithe uh, and her wife are getting a divorce, I believe, after four months. It's because Lena Waithe is a cheater. Bruh, I really, I never would have known. The signs were all there if we think about it. She do look like a bitch that cheat. She do. <laughs> <laughs> like we know fuck boy. She's a fuck girl. Like it even in Master of None, which I can't wait for that show to come back. She plays a womanizer. I had I never watched it. Really? So I ain't know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I love that show. But yeah, she plays a, a womanizer. Like it was all there and then in true nigga fashion she got married all of a sudden thinking that that was gonna change save uh bro two months when they posted that picture of her looking in the mirror and looking like future (laughs) i was fucking dead (laughs) (laughs) it's like bro these like man The world hates women. <laughs> but Lena Waithe always, she be trying too hard. Hmm. She be trying hard, too hard to feel woke. That hmm. comes off as in, not genuine. That that was my problem with Queen and Slim. Hindsight is twenty twenty. It makes sense though, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, and then she, the name of her production company is Hillman Grad. I think... Hmm. Yeah, it's it's just a lot, and she's a fuck girl. She's out here fucking IG models. That shit's funny though. It's always funny when women do the exact same fuck nigga shit that niggas do. It's like damn, <laughs> like uh, younger baby out here moving like a fuck boy. And then all these girls be like, mm, I just know, like man. So y'all attracted to that type in general? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to figure it out. <clears throat> like in our ongoing study of why do people, why are people attracted to fuck boys? You got court cases on the back of you. <laughs> yep. City court cases. Yeah. I see some familiar, some familiar uh, terms <laughs> and, and notes. Yep making notes at work um but yeah women are attracted to fuck niggas i don't know why fuck niggas and fuck what i mean a fuck girl it it just doesn't it didn't have the same it didn't roll off your tongue the same way you know what i'm saying fuck boy it's just like you know (laughs) 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 um what what would be a good term for a fuck girl (laughs) Fuck lady. <laughs> Fuck lady. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck woman. Oh, no. A fuck stud. <laughs> a, a fuck femme. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I like fuck stud. That's a good one. That's specific for this situation. Oh, fuck stud. Man. Yeah. I, it's just crazy shit going on. Like, what other non-tragic notes do I have? Oh, speaking of, uh, like, weddings and shit would you ever propose to a man no i'm not doing it i i don't know how i would feel if a woman ever proposed to me and i if i'm fucked up i'm fucked up okay fine i've I've gone back and forth to be like why would it matter and it's to me the idea of a man getting down on his knee to pledge his love to a woman is like the most romantic shit in the world 
You're literally saying, I don't fuck all this other shit. I only bow to you. You, t- uh, you took the knee. <laughs> Bend the knee. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're pledging your loyalty to that person. It, uh, you know, that's just one of those things that I'm, I'm hard on as far as keeping tr- traditions where they should be. I just, I just, I feel like if a woman is proposing to a man, she's rushing something. Or she's forcing something. Yeah. <clears throat> because and that's only in a straight relationship. I wish I could make it make sense, but it that's just how like that's where I'm at. Like it's some things that it may be problematic that I feel that way. That's fine too. I know we're in this era of, you know, women doing non traditional things and taking on roles that they, you know, weren't taking on before. However, we are still Southerners also. <laughs> <laughs> I know some of y'all might forget outside of my country ass accent. Shout out to Kim who uh, uh, who reminded me of that. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's part of our value system. I don't know. It's just something about when a man realizes that he is committing to you and, and when it's so important to him that he's going to go out of his way to find the perfect ring and to plan for your lives together after that. It's just, I don't know. It, I don't know. It, and to me also, women already just have to deal with so much more and go through a whole lot more than men, I think. So like for yeah. me to propose on top of everything else that I have to deal with in life. And then uh, plus like, it's I already just, I already got to bear the children. Right. Like, when is our emotional <laughs> stress going to come into it? Like, the idea that I'm spending thousands of dollars to hopefully tell this woman, I love you with my whole heart. I am weak without you. Will you please marry me and don't embarrass me in front of my friends and family? <laughs> <laughs> like, you need that stress. Like, yeah. when my brother, like, when he decided, like, you could tell he's like, all right, man, we got. It. He like he was hyping himself up before. It's like, yeah, like it's something about man. It's I don't know. I I don't know. I don't either. Like I can't I can't I, explain it, but it just feels like it. It just should always be that way. Men should propose to women. Yeah. Period. And then plus, it's just like man, I'm laying myself as being as vulnerable as possible. It's, so that, I think men are not normally vulnerable anyway. Right. So it's just like, here's your opportunity to get all that out. Because for the most part, most women are going to start like, you've been with a woman long enough. She going to she she let some you hits. know that she ready for the next level. Bruh, I, <laughs> if I ever get to propose to a woman, the other thing is I will never, and I mean never, do that shit in fucking public. <laughs> right. Like, no. Like no, yeah, I don't want to be proposed to in public either. I, I want, I want to be able to to tell you how I really feel about you, mm-hmm. and I can only do that when it's personal. When, yeah, I. And then plus, if you say no, I gotta be alone. <laughs> <laughs> like, remember, remember that meme I posted the other week where somebody's like, "If you propose to a girl and she say no, is the relationship over?" <laughs> like hell yeah this shit over oh, like yeah. it's big over <laughs> we can't come back for that what moment. are y'all gonna do from there <laughs> what it- <laughs> she not gonna marry you nigga there's nowhere for y'all to go from here it's just like when people are like i, I proposed to her like three four times like, mm, damn sucks bro because i could do that shit if i propose what man if you break up with me <laughs> like i'm gonna need some time alone if you told me, you know, I've I've literally asked you to be my soulmate for the rest of my life. And you say, no. I got to get drunk, so you got to leave. And I'm just like, <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> that means there is nothing else here. There's that, nothing else. That's the ultimate stopping point. Because even if you don't want to get married right away, you still 
will say yes to somebody that you know that you want to be with though because some people have long engagements right some people are like yes you know let's be engaged but let's give it a while you know what i'm saying like so even even if you're not sure that you want to be married asap you're not gonna say no so if you say no no (laughs) you say no it's gonna be a no for me dog that's zero possibility well (laughs) (laughs) but yeah man I don't, I'm so, like, that shit, I think about this shit a lot. Be like, man, what if I do fall for this girl? And then Mm -hmm. I ask her to marry me, and she say, no, what am I going to do? It's like, damn. Do you have any friends who have been engaged more than once? But never gotten married? The funny thing is, we're actually at the age now where that doesn't sound weird. But right. <laughs> like, like, well, engaged? Uh, not engaged, no. Hmm. Not that I could think of. I'm sure you probably do. Because when it seems like, I mean, women, since men are expected to propose <laughs> to women. But I don't know, like, do do people who are born into families where their parents aren't married, does that really affect them like that? Because I, I don't think it has to, but I, I think it probably does. I don't think it has to, though. Especially I, if they've seen a healthy relationship between both of the parents and I don't know if that was the case or not I really don't know it might be that they just don't see an importance in making the finale like the uh, making that the end all be all of a relationship so mm-hmm. they don't look at it as something necessary I don't know I, I really don't know because our bougie asses <laughs> Our parents been married for forever, so it's kind of like that's kind of how we've socialized. I I don't know if I could be with somebody that doesn't have the intention of marrying me. I I really don't. Like if you don't believe in the idea of marriage, I don't know if I can be with you. Yeah, me neither. Like I don't know because to me that's sacred. And it's a bonding of your soul to somebody. And it's security. Right. Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be with no nigga for 10, 12, 15, 20 years just out here still calling him my boyfriend and shit because then, you know what I'm saying? Here I am at 47. And, you know, say a nigga go out and cheat on me. The excuse can always be, well, we weren't ever. Right. Ain't this, no ring this, on your finger. Right. This was never nothing serious. Ain't nobody holding you back from doing what you want to do either. And this, that, and the third. And it's like, nah, I need to know, did you end this for me, nigga? Like, you need to vow. Right. <laughs> before God. I swear to God, nigga. So that if anything <laughs> does happen, I have every right to kill your ass. <laughs> and take all your shit. <laughs> half. Half of your shit. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's a commitment thing. And it's like like I've said numerous times on here, I'm a person who I need terms. Mm-hmm. Structure. I don't need, I don't need a I don't need a situationship. And I thought for a second I could do that shit. And then I started thinking, no, nah, no. nigga, <laughs> I can't do that shit. No. Because the minute you try to say, well, we're like you knew what this like, nah fuck you the bitch minute you try to gaslight me on right. some shit I, I just i'm just that's just the, the demisexual in me though too like if i like you that's it i like you right i don't like nobody else so i don't have time for you to possibly be liking other bitches right like, like while the- i'm over here only liking you that's right. not nah bro we know what we signed up for nigga Mm-mm. like yeah one girl I was talking to, she did that shit. And she was like, I was like, but I haven't done anything with them. They're just friendly dates. Like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, nah. 
ain't with it. Like recently, I thought about man, could I be with like just cool with a chick? I was like, nah, fuck that shit. Mm-mm. Because like like you said, I'm one of those people too to where when I like you, I like you, like you. If I am physically attracted to you and I like you, and I know that you feel the same way, I can't just be casual. Yeah, I I can't do that about it. That yeah, I can't mute that emotion. Mm-mm. And then I'm gonna be jealous as fuck. So <laughs> like, it ain't gonna be no irrational jealousy. Like. Oh, you got friends outside of me, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's it's gonna be like, nah, you. Why are you kicking it with homeboy like this? Mm-hmm. Like, nah, man, I can't, I can't deal, I can't deal with that shit. And if I'm also at the grand old age of where I am not trying to change you, so I'm just not gonna fuck with you like that. Like, I'm too old for that shit. Fuck trying to change people. Right. I'm man, I am a new person. <laughs> like real shit. Like I don't respond to shit the way I used to. Hmm. I don't entertain shit I used to. I I changed, man. And I guess it's just the confidence in me finally yeah. came out. But Yeah. Happiness is like at the top of my priority list right now. Right. Like, it's so many things that, that I could let stress me out. <laughs> I ain't letting this shit stress me out. They ain't going to get me. At, like, period. I don't care. Like, life is short. <laughs> and I am living for myself now. Hopefully I meet somebody who we can live and build a life together. But until that moment... I'm just focusing on being a better person. Mm-hmm. And I'll let my emotions cloud my judgment way too much over the last year. Mm. And for my entire life, <laughs> for the last 31 <laughs> years, I've let my emotions cloud my judgment. Shit. And I didn't realize I was letting my emotions cloud my judgment. I thought I was being rational. Nope, I wasn't. Because now that I'm actually thinking rationally, I'm like, okay, I know where we can, uh, I know where, what path I'm headed on. And I like it. Okay, whatever. Man, I, I didn't dodge some bullets. Yeah. I'm learning to dodge them. I I don't know. I'm just, I get so wrapped up in the idea of love. Mm-hmm. And of. I think a lot of people do. Yeah, but I, I be trying to force shit that I got to learn to read signs better. Also, same. Like, I can see some things. It's some red lights, but mm-hmm. I never see the stop sign sometimes. Yeah. I think. I'm the same way, but I think it's because I try to be forgiving. <clears throat> so I just give people way too much, too much opportunity that they don't deserve. Yeah. And so I have to kind of start like reading between the lines. I also need to just start meeting new people. Yeah. And I, that kind of scares the fuck out of me but i mean that's the only way i'm gonna be able to meet somebody decent because my friend group is mostly men <laughs> so <laughs> the fact is that i'm gonna have to meet women <laughs> so i'm gonna have to i need somebody to hook me up real shit i've been thinking about that i kind of just need i don't like being hooked up <laughs> i mean what's the worst that could happen i don't know i don't know like Literally, both of us. Unless what, somebody want to hook me Using the podcast <laughs> to shoot your shot with somebody else is so diabolical. Um, he don't listen to this. Yeah, he might. I don't know, man. I don't know who listens to this shit. Because I be looking at the numbers like, God damn, people are actually listening. <laughs> people still here? Y'all still here? <laughs> like, the fuck? <laughs> like, my cousin uh, hit me up. 
on Facebook the other day. He was like, emotional pornography. I need to start using that word. I was thinking, God damn, this nigga listen for real. Oh, you listen, listen. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Because I've literally thought about it. Every relationship I've tried to set myself up in has been terrible. Yeah, but then I have like seen and like witnessed a lot of the things that some of these other people try to hook me up with and I'm just like like what is the 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 main thing that you don't like when people hook you up like what's um, the trait or commonality of like a, a red flag I guess artsy niggas but artsy niggas who don't have like real jobs <laughs> <laughs> like broke artsy niggas. <laughs> oh no, broke ass artists. I'd be like, okay, no, <laughs> no. Oh. Not that I'm a gold digger, but she ain't mess with no broke niggas. <laughs> <laughs> broke, broke. <laughs> if we can't go on dates, yeah, man. It... If you can't afford to date, don't don't I, date. Don't set me up with no nigga that can't afford to take me nowhere. Right. Um. Nobody's. I've only been set up with one person in my entire life. Hmm. I just thought about that. Wow. Somebody tried to hook me up with a. Oh yeah, he w- he went to Huntsville High. Yeah, I think it was um, it was a couple months ago. We used to hang out with him in high school. He's he was a cool cat. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just still weird about it. I'm still weird about it. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> It can't like once once again like you have to trick me into it. It has to be in a group setting. It can't be no like give this nigga my number type of thing. Like I don't know. I have to be. I need to be able to comfortably feel a person out. <laughs> but there's the, I don't know the part. The, the thing I've been thinking about is there's no there's no way to even comfortably feel somebody out. If you really think about it. But I mean, when you're like around somebody. You can pick up their vibes. In your natural habitat without there being like this whole overlaying or overarching thing of like y'all two are supposed to be for each other. It's just weird. It just makes like an extra layer of awkwardness. What, that if it doesn't work out? Is that what? Not even that that if it doesn't work out, but just like. It just, I don't know, like, when it, to me, it just feels forced, like, hey, y'all are supposed to like each other. So, it's, like, automatically, here we are in each other's faces, just, like, asking these, like, What's your favorite color? awkward first date <laughs> question. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just, like, kicking it. Like, when I meet niggas just, like, randomly, like, at the barbershop, and I'm just talking to somebody, you know what I'm saying, with my barber and some other nigga talking, we just talking and kick, like, that's different. I feel like. That's the demisexual one. It is. It is. Because I I I literally like people that I know. Like so I feel that or people that I would like to know. So that's how that's how I feel. But like it's not even that I have to know you first. You just can't put pressure on me to know you. Like when you set somebody up, it's like pressure to like get in there and figure this person out. I, I don't know. I always look at it as like that's an alley oop. <laughs> like you, Dwayne Wade, you just threw the ball, and I got a LeBron this shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's how. Like I don't. I don't know. But I, people don't set me up, so that's what it is. I mean, it doesn't happen I, often, but I think I think I would be better in a social setting where I'm comfortable but most of my friends you don't have to edit this out too I don't know him somebody hooked me up with somebody (laughs) and don't be bringing no bullshit like (laughs) she likes music too yeah I like more than just music (laughs) they do a podcast too okay that's how I feel I'm a fully realized person that's how I feel. But that's why I want somebody like that actually knows me. Somebody that knows you. Like you need to, to hook you up. I need you to hook me up with somebody. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I mean I literally need you <laughs> to hook me up with somebody. <laughs> You're probably the only person that I feel like you actually know me. 
to a level. I don't have any single friends that are your type or that would be good for you right now, though. <laughs> the latter is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real tea. <laughs> and the gag is. And that's that on that. Uh, also, all my friends ain't shit. If <laughs> most of them are married, and the ones that ain't ain't shit. Shout. Out. <laughs> I, I hope. Why? Why is he the first one that came to my mind? <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. he ain't shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> You gotta fix that reputation, son. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just my mom be trying to hook me up with people. Yeah, that's awkward. But I had to explain to my mom. I was like, when I when you're uh telling me that some a girl was good for me, I don't need you to actually introduce me to them. <laughs> she really thought that like, if you want me to introduce, you have to go to church. That's where they're at. You're like, no, ma, I don't need that. Just give me the girl's number. <laughs> give me her IG or something. I don't need to fuck. I don't need you. <laughs> That's what they like. That's the ultimate like uh, adult who thinks they knows what they're doing mentality. Right, I, I don't need you. Like, yeah. I don't need you. Like, nah, I'm good, mom. <laughs> it's like, I need you, but I don't need you. It's like, I think I can handle the work. I just need the oop. My dad just asked me if I want to have lunch with him tomorrow. <laughs> a daddy date. Wow. Say yes. I mean, I'm obviously. Uh, obviously. If you said you wanted a date, <laughs> you got a daddy date. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Putting the energy out there. Right. What is happening? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just need. I don't know. I'm opening myself up to shit. And then plus, it's about to be summer. It's about to be shit. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get back on this day shift, so I could be out here, uh, networking, meeting people, advancing the podcast. <clears throat> Oh, speaking of which, we're going to switch off SoundCloud probably next month. Um, okay. I think so. Well, I mean, I already set up a buzz. Uh, whatever it is. Pod be- a pod bean. And I start, dude. So we, we need to change our link tree. Uh, yeah, I'll. I'll change it. Um, when I was importing this stuff, like I just can't get over. This is our ninety second episode, I think. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that shit. And like when I was moving them over, I was just looking at different shit, like and just reminiscing, like shit, we are really out here. It honestly feels like we've done a lot more. I mean, but when you think about it from week to week. It doesn't feel like it's been 92 weeks. No. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it also dawned on me that uh, we also have an episode that we've never released on here, but it's on Akeem's thing. Oh, yeah. And that was wild as fuck. Wild as hell. So if y'all ever want to listen to that shit, that shit's wild. Because it's completely unedited. And we talking about some wild ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> Craziness. Like I do want to uh, be a guest on somebody else's podcast too. So oh yeah, whatever. We need to get our guests together. I uh, hit up one of them, and we're gonna. Oh, I also talked to, and we need to guest star on another podcast, and then get our super secret guest here or super secret game. yeah what happened with them i'm gonna hit them up that shit man i want that shit to happen because that shit's gonna be dope as fuck <laughs> but yeah i think once we get 
all this stuff in line will be okay. Thanks. But, man, we're out here. Yo, on a Huntsville tip, I can't believe uh, Pints and Pixels is moving to Campus 805. It just makes sense. It It makes sense. And I'm like, that shit can be dope as fuck. I guess Wish You Were Beer is closing? Probably. I think their Madison one is still open. I always wondered why Pints and Pixels wasn't at 805. I think it's because... Pints and Pixels was there before 805 started, right? Yeah. But it just feels like something that could have merged onto... It just makes sense. It just makes sense. Man, 805 is the dopest shit in Huntsville. Gentrification could be fun. It's <laughs> 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 a lot of negatives, but it's some cool shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that's my favorite place. I cut that out that that wine episode because we were getting <laughs> bro that shit was <laughs> that shit was intense that wine had got us oh yeah like, I mean we, we both had close to like a bottle if not did we finish our bottles the big that the bad wine night is the one where we had the big bottle that we smashed yeah Ooh. <laughs> You had a little bit left of yours. I drank that shit like when I was I was doing something. But yeah. That's funny. Wine nights are always funny. But yeah, uh so I guess this is Yeah, I have to go to work. Um sadly. But R I P Kobe. R I P Gianna and all the people that were on that plane. Uh, this was not as depressing of an episode as I thought it would be. Thank God, because if we had recorded this shit yesterday, I would have been here sobbing. Yeah. <laughs> literally. That's literally why when you were like, you know, uh, like, we, can we do it tomorrow? Oh, and yes. I wasn't feeling good. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, because I wasn't <laughs> feeling good either. I've been crying <laughs> at everything. I already told y'all I'm emotional as fuck. <laughs> I just couldn't. I don't know what it was. Like I was, I was having one of those like heavy exhaustion moments where just like I was sleep and I couldn't wake up out of it. But like my head was hurting, so I was trying to like sleep through that. Mm-hmm. But I just could not get up. And like every time I looked at my phone, like a whole another hour had gone by, and I couldn't get up though. Like I couldn't. It was just like one of those weird, like hazy fogs. So I was just like, I can't. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I think it is my sinuses though, and I, I still kind of feel like the pressure a little bit. But I had took some Sudafed. But uh, yeah. But <clears throat> hey, it is what it is. But I do want to tell you I love you. I did think about that the other day. I was like, Why? Because Kobe? No, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's important to tell people what you mean to them. Hell yeah. I love you too. You know that. But you know why fucks with you the long way, nigga? Well, we'll fucks with each other together. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hell yeah. That, that has to be the end. <laughs> So thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Kirby Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday. <laughs>